Welcome back to the Small Business Show, where you get to hear the journey, find the challenges, and create solutions. I'm your host, Lori Brooks, and I thank you so much for joining me today. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. This week, I am absolutely thrilled to introduce Rachel Hernandez, Director of Content Marketing with NextNet Media, and also a finalist for the prestigious Women in Content Marketing of the Year Award. Rachel's innovative approach has transformed NextNet Media into the world's largest and most successful online retailer of optimization products and services. Rachel, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Certainly. I am super excited to dive into your journey. But before we do, I want to rewind the clock just a bit. I want to go back to the days of, say, like junior high or high school or even elementary school. Think of a time when like a mentor or an aunt or an uncle or someone in your life would have asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? What was your answer to that question? So I was always a bit of a bookworm and a bit of a writer. I would like at the time Walden Books was a thing, you know, Mm. and my parents like take us to the mall and we go shopping. And during the time that they were able to like run their errands, I would read an entire book, like within like an hour. <laughs> or two. And for a while, I think I, I really thought like I, I was engulfed in stories. I even once, like when I was in second grade, I, my parents got called in to talk to the teacher and it wasn't because I was like being unruly. It was because I wasn't socializing enough during recess because I was always reading, mm-hmm. which is, I think, kind of like a weird thing to get in trouble. <laughs> but like most parents or teachers would be like, it's, it's probably OK. So that's been a big part of my life. And then at a certain point, I also started to get more politically engaged in high school. This mm-hmm. was like the late 90s, early 2000s. And I had this idea that I was going to be a speechwriter. And I felt like Mm. that was going to combine like all these different things that I was into. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I had these dreams of of being a writer and the speechwriting turned into writing. And I went to college to be a writer. And I was an English major at a time before digital marketing like was really a thing. So Mm -hmm. the joke was always that you were going to, you know, like work in a coffee shop or be a server. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I waited tables for 16 years, but I got nervous that I wasn't going to Mm -hmm. to be in the field. So one of the things that's been really exciting for me getting into content marketing, digital marketing, and MarTech is how many opportunities have opened up for kids like me, teenagers like me, you know, 20-somethings like me. When I was getting into you know, trying to find a career path. This was like 2005, mm-hmm. 2000. You worked in publishing if you were, you know, like it wasn't. It right. right. wasn't. And now there are so many opportunities for creatives mm-hmm. that, that didn't exist before. You started off thinking that you wanted to be a writer and really started to follow that journey. And I love how your path evolved into you even going to college to become a writer. That was your passion. And that's where you saw yourself going. Digital marketing, content marketing, that wasn't even, like you said, it wasn't a thing back then. Early 2000s, it was something that people just thought was a byline of society. It was one of those random things that you'd hear about, but didn't really believe people were making a living 
out of in any way, shape or form. So what was that first step for you? What was that moment where you said, wait a minute, content market, this is it. This is where I'm in. What was that moment yeah, for you? So I went to school. I wanted to be a writer and then I got nervous. So I thought I would be a teacher, which I think is like a, a path to that a lot of people who want to get into uh, writing or creative arts. Like, yeah. You and then I, I realized very quickly that that was not going to be my my journey. <laughs> um, and so I was living in um, New York City at the time. That's where I've spent most mm -hmm. of my life. And I was kind of trying to break in. And I decided that I knew my work ethic. And I have been able to sort of be successful in whatever realm I go into. And I think it's mm -hmm. just because I, I work I try and work harder than everybody else in the room. And so I made the decision to move to Austin, Texas, because, and mm -hmm. this is like 20, 2014, because um, I knew it was an area with a lot of tech, a lot of startups. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to, and they basically said I had no experience. I, again, waited tables for years and years and years, all of my 20s. And I said, well, if I can get my foot in the door at some sort of startup, some sort of more tech startup, I bet I can work my way up. And that actually is ended up what happened, except the job was not in Austin. I ended up in St. Petersburg, Florida, mm -hmm. uh, which is where NextNet Media headquarters is. And I started off in a, an email marketing tech as a mm -hmm. in tech support, making minimum wage when they needed somebody to join their, their writing team, because we actually wrote email content for entrepreneurs, mainly real estate agents, but mostly entrepreneurs of all kinds. We did like follow-up emails. Mm -hmm. I went out for the position. I got it. And then I ended up managing that team within like six months. And so that was sort of it. Like I, I kind of, I had a feeling that if I could just get in the right spot that I could make it work. And I knew that I didn't have the network or connections to make that happen in New York City. So I was just kind of mm. like, okay, well, We'll, we'll figure out another way. And so that's, that's what happened. And now I'm at NextNet Media. So I joined that organization in 2016 mm -hmm. as a content marketing manager. And I've kind of been able to climb the ranks there as a content manager and, and now a brand strategist since. You've recognized that you didn't have the network or the connections to kind of move yourself along. You really had to think through and strategize. Okay, how do I get into the tech industry? How do I make that shift? from where I am waiting tables in the service industry into the tech industry. And instead of just thinking about it, debating over it, hemming and hawing over it, like many do when it comes to that major change, you made the decision to make the move and get yourself involved. What was the true inspiration for that? What was that moment that made you make that move? Oh, man. I think at a certain point, I kind of looked around and... I was born in New York City. Most of my family is there. I went to college there. And my friends were leaving um, or struggling. We didn't grow up with money. I didn't grow up with connections. And at a certain point, it was just like, am I going to be treading water here? Or mm -hmm. am I going to try something new? And I've always been like, whether it's a business decision or something to do with your own you know, personal health or well-being. I always mm -hmm. think you kind of know when it's time for a shift. So I can, I can like pinpoint the moment 
but it just got to the point where it was like, okay, this, this time is done. Like this, mm -hmm. you know, we'll turn into something else. I don't know what, but what we're doing now, like this part of my life is over. It's intuition. Listening to your gut. It's understanding who you are, what it is you're looking for in life, and really paying attention to those pieces that you can go ahead and design to create that life that you're looking for. And that's really what you did. You sat back, you looked at your scenario, and that's something that I think a lot of people don't take the time to do is really take that step back from what's going on in front of them day to day. So kudos to you for taking that moment and really kind of looking at how you could make the journey something that you truly wanted it to be. So you became the content marketing manager with NextNet Media when you landed in Florida. You've worked your way up to now being the content marketing director. What would you say were some of the first major initiatives that you wanted to take hold in NextNet as you took on this position? And what was it that helped yeah. you define what those pieces were? So it's an interesting industry and, and where NextNet Media's most of its strength, it's, it's a number of different brands, but mm -hmm. most of it is around search engine optimization and primarily one of the hardest parts, which is link building. And I don't want to get like too into the, the nitty gritty of SEO because mm -hmm. that's only interesting to a handful of people and I just happen to be one of them. But <laughs> One of the things that I got to do when I came in was help them develop writing products and content products because mm. those do help websites. The industry, it's interesting, in 2015 was really primarily around doing something else, which is link building. And that's mm -hmm. still what we do. I think, I, I don't think, I know we're the best in the industry at doing that. But being able to add additional products to the suite mm -hmm. and in that kind of... um. I think this answers your question still, but going back to what we were talking about in the beginning, I ended up being able to hire about 700 freelance writers mm -hmm. from all over the country. And that was such to help with fulfillment. And that was such a full circle moment for me just after like wanting to be a writer, spending way too much money on a education <laughs> writer. And then not only being able to get to do that myself, but knowing how big that dream is for a lot of people and being able to provide that. So yeah, I mean, just kind of being able to, to add this like creative element to their suite. And then the other piece of it is also like MarTech in general and marketing is, is, is a very male-dominated industry. And particularly the space that I'm in can be very, very male-dominated. So being able to not only come up show up and represent as a woman in the field and get to do conferences and, and amazing podcasts like this, but also like have an impact on the, the company's branding and the marketing and really bringing that, that different perspective really meaningful for me too. Congratulations. Congratulations <laughs> on the entirety of the journey. A, I think what you have done for other writers is impressive. And I love the way you explain that full circle to your journey from dreaming about becoming a writer to fulfilling that dream for others. That is an impressive journey. And it's not something a lot of people have the opportunity to enjoy in life. So congratulations for that. And it, in such a heavily male dominated industry at that, as you mentioned, because it is, it's, it's an industry in which females are not widely recognized. So 
I am super excited that you are, you know, one of the finalists for the Women of the Year Award. That is absolutely outstanding. I, I'm curious, while you were driving this change, while you were working to add the number of writers to the cohort, what do you feel were some of the largest challenges you faced? with making that change in, with NextNet Media? Do you feel like it was, you know, coordination of the content creators at that point logistically, or was it the, the meshing of the ops within NextNet yeah. Media? So I think one of the things that my company is so good at and why we are the, the biggest in what we do, we're the biggest SEO company in the world, we do the most fulfillment, mm -hmm. is that's scalability without sacrificing quality, but it can be incredibly challenging. And so especially the operations of running, you know, that large of a team of writers and we were producing, I think, 20,000 pieces of content a month wow. with that team. And everybody expects it to be, you know, the same every time, mm -hmm. the same the same level of, of writing, the same level of SEO optimization, the same tone. And that can be that can be tough, especially when you mm -hmm. are dealing with writers and creatives. That being said, like I am a really, really big fan of just op stocks, organizations, making sure everybody's plugged into the same project management system. It's all about communication at that point. And I think that's also another thing that women can really bring to this industry, too, is kind of having like a little more intuition about those nuances sometimes, I think. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that that was definitely the biggest challenge because when I started, we were, you know, when I started with this product, it was like maybe a thousand blogs a month and then it was mm -hmm. 20,000. And one thing that we're, we always say, we're never, we are always on time. We are never late with a deliverable. We're always in budget. Like, and so that was just a lot of pressure to build up really quick. Definitely, definitely. So you shared with us a little bit and we've kind of teased that to what NextNet Media does overall, but share with us a full insight as to what the company does. Yeah, so NextNet Media is a global media organization that has multiple brands under its umbrella. Mm -hmm. The most notable would be LinkBuilder.io, which is an mm -hmm. SEO agency. They're very, very high end. They have some incredible clients. And that's just like, I would say it's it, actually, I wouldn't, it is the highest quality link building company in the world. We also own Authority Builders and The Hoff, which mm -hmm. are also link building companies and SEO companies. They cater more to your, your smaller agencies, to your SMBs, to your entrepreneurs, but they are probably the most recognized and established SEO companies in the world. Links are definitely what people come to us the most for just because it's such a difficult thing for people to pull off and scale in SEO. It's if you talk to mm -hmm. any SEO, they're like, you're like, what do you hate about your job? And they say link building. So we're able to take that <laughs> off of your hands. <laughs> yeah. And then in the content too. And then we also own a AI generation or sorry, content generation software called Copymatic. And that's a platform very similar to your chat GPTs, your Jaspers but has a much wider array of things that you're able to fulfill 
within that internet media. This isn't just one company. It's really uh, an owned operation of multiple yeah. content marketing and SEO building type of Exactly. Of but we all work together. We all collaborate mm-hmm. together. There is a lot of um, cross-collaboration uh, across mm-hmm. the, different, the bi- different business units just because that's the smart thing to do when you have a lot of smart people working for you. I don't want them to talk to each other. But yeah, so they're, they're all separate brands under the next media umbrella. So as the content marketing director of NextNet Media, already made some major changes in NextNet Media, but in content marketing as a whole, if you could make a change to the industry, if you had a magic wand and could go ahead and wave that wand and change anything at all overnight, what do you feel like would make one of the biggest impacts? I think, and I, I'm sure so many people talk about this, but it's been such a crazy year and it, it has been a year since mm-hmm. uh, chat GPT like really started yes. to take. And I've done a lot of talking about why writers and creatives should not be afraid of it. I think there's such an opportunity here. If somebody has ever had to put any work into a piece of writing in into any sort of communication that you have to and and you've gotten stuck my gosh this is like an incredible tool it's just it's it's incredible and so want to encourage anybody to just get an account play around with it it doesn't matter if you're in marketing or or if you're an entrepreneur like this is this is going to change everything Mm -hmm. at the same time I do believe and I don't want people to forget that there is a need for creatives and for writers. I mm. truly believe that like some of us and I, I'll include myself in it. We, we speak a language. You know, there's like a musicality to it that, you know, you can't get that. And, and I don't think you'll be able to replicate that with AI for a while. So that just the marrying the two. Using, using AI to scale your processes, to maybe save a little money, to save some time, some resources mm-hmm. yet. Yes. But then you also, you've got to have your writers and your editors and your creative team as well. So yeah. that's something like, I'm putting into the universe. Yes. <laughs> More people need to be utilizing AI for streamlining their processes 100%. It, it's something that is uh, beyond a time reduction. <laughs> Batching processes became that much faster. The world is moving along that much faster with the introduction of ChatGPT and all the others throughout the course of the year. I, I definitely agree. Getting more people in tune with how easy tech has become and how fluid creation processes have, have transformed throughout the past years. Is and I'm, I'm very so. much referring, I think, to content too. And, mm-hmm. content. and when I say mm-hmm. fear, I have heard clients or, or people kind of when we talk about using our team of writers to help create content for their oh well I can do that in in chat GPT and it's like no don't like no that's a starting off point but that's not the finish line exactly exactly so if you had the opportunity say to go back a decade or two and share just one thought with yourself that you feel like would really have helped you throughout this journey what do you feel like that one thought would have been Keep going and believe that you can do it. Um, you know, I so many people, and again, I think a lot of women too, like, suffer from imposter syndrome and are afraid to even try. And 
Mm-hmm. Or they're all afraid that once they try and they'll get there, they'll get found out. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, like we're all on the same playing field. And I, I totally believe like, you know, just you, you do your best. You, you, you work hard. Nine times out of 10, you'll figure it out. Most people are really smart. <laughs> people can figure things out. So Definitely. Push forward. Maintain patience. You'll figure it out. I absolutely love the words of wisdom. Rachel, I thank you. Please share the best way for our viewers to find you. Yes. So to find me personally, it's my LinkedIn is great. So it's LinkedIn.com. Rachel A. Hernandez. I encourage everybody to check out thehoth.com. If you are interested in digital marketing and it doesn't matter, we work with all industries. We speak to all industries. We've got some amazing resources on the site. I might be biased because I helped create them, but I think they're really great. <laughs> and if you are looking to to work on your SEO for your website, we do have some pretty incredible specials going on this month. And that's awesome. going to be at www.thehot.com slash SEO dash discount. And I'll share the link with you for the notes. Awesome. I'll be sure to include those links in the show notes page. Rachel, you have been outstanding and I truly enjoyed chatting. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. Oh,